Well, good evening there, world champions. It is November 3rd, 20 of the 2021st year of our Lord Max Freed, and we are recording this around 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So things may have changed by the time you're listening to this episode, but the fact remains that your Atlanta Braves have won the World Series for the second time and brought the second real title to the city of Atlanta. You're here with Sweet Lou, the Gwinnett Ghoul. Representing Snickers Stinkers. And Electra to the Bones, Cadillac Jones. Ah, the sweet taste of victory. And I'm Jay Hale, a.k.a. Solaire's Sabrino. And you are listening to Episode 7 of 28 to 3, an unapologetic podcast for Atlanta sports fans, by Atlanta sports fans. And before we wake up from this dream, let's do the thing. Brothers and sisters, we understand your pain. We understand you are suffering. But when you are down, you must rise up like the mighty phoenix from the ashes. Rise up and be the champion that we know you are. 28-3, a podcast for Atlanta sports fans by Atlanta sports fans. I love Atlanta sports. 28-3, are you kidding me? Oh, absolutely. Welcome to the Braves, John Peterson. No other fan base should make fun of Trey's hair. And we're in it. Boys, boys, we did it. Boys, boys. We finally did it. Is this, is this what the phrase boys to me, boys to men means? Boys to men? Have we gone from boys to men? Mm, that's the transition. That's Absolutely. 1995. Oh. We're, we're what, you, you, how old were you both? You were. I was two and some change. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh so I was, I was rocking a solid fiver. I was rocking a solid fiver. And now, now we're fully. We didn't know what was going on. Now we we're now going. we're almost middle aged. <laughs> like my son is almost as old as I was. That is insane. That is absolutely tr- crazy. It only comes around around twenty years or so. Like you can't get to the World Series every year. Not if you you're can. the Dodgers. That's true. The Giants kind of went pretty often. Went yeah, there, there are teams that go often, but but and and. And the oh, Braves feel so good. The Braves, I think, what hurt the Braves for so long, what kept us out of the out of the the main dance, the for so long, I think was was that we were so good, and it was really hard for the city to give up on that. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to bring us down, and right after this win, no, yeah. but it's like we were so good, and like we didn't want to give up. To, on that, so we just kept trading to get good free agents, or or bringing good free agents in and depleting our, our depleting our farm system, right? And I, I think the other thing, which I think we talked about a couple episodes ago, was it's just all about being hot at the right time. I think the really good Braves teams were able to coast into the playoffs, and that that's the wrong thing to do. That's kind of like what happened to Milwaukee. Like they locked up their division early and coasted in, and then like they got jumped by the by the Braves. And uh, for the first time, I think the Braves were, you know, they had to fight tooth and nail to the end, and I think it paid off. What lessons, I mean, so we, we go, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, we go the year, was it two years ago, we get into that, that series with the Dodgers, we lose, and then we repeat that again. Uh, so I believe in, so 
let me think, fall of 2018, we lost in the a DS series to the Cardinals? The, was it the Cardinals? To the Dodgers. No, it was 19 was the Cardinals. 18 were the Dodgers in the divisional. 19 was the okay, yeah. Cardinals in the divisional. And then last year, of course, was the uh, the loss to the Dodgers in the, in the NLCS. So we have those years where this young team makes it, loses, makes it, loses, makes it, loses. What lessons do we think we that we that they learned that we saw in this series? Four straight years. They won the title for four straight years. That's huge. I think each time Snicker was getting a little closer. And like that's what he needed was four years to put together the just right bullpen. That bullpen really came together at the right time. A lot of the season but do we do we credit that, that bullpen to Snicker? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do we credit that bullpen to Snicker? Like, I think it's a combination of like they got hot at the right time, which I know sounds like I'm discrediting them, but you have to remember like AJ was kind of part of our big three during the during the playoff run, but he spent most of his time in AAA. Uh, but I mean, you can credit maybe the vote of confidence in Snicker because you know he was loyal to a fault a lot, but I think. The flip side of that coin is like Minter felt capable because Snip believed in him. You know, the, all those intangibles we don't see as fans, but that's all the players talk about. That's true. That's true. And and Jackson too. I think there was a lack of faith in him that Snip I mean, had that faith. Yeah, I mean, what is it? Two se- last a portion of last season, he was our closer, and that was scary. Our closing situation has been scary <laughs> consistently. <laughs> oh yeah. And I mean, Melanson was like the breath of fresh air at the second half of last year, but that was a short season. And the Padres really stunk it up, though. I mean, he was a great all year for them, but man, the Braves went the other direction. August, September, October. And, yeah, and I was three like, months. They were just the hottest team. Oh, no, yeah. I don't think our bullpen is good enough to repeat. Like, I think that was what we have here is a, a classic. Flacco, Flacco Super Bowl, right? Flacco has the most amazing playoff run, like playing mediocre for most of that season and then comes up and like just is playing out of his mind. I think the situation, being hot at the right time, the the adrenaline from the whole thing, they, they definitely performed it. I'm not, I don't want to take any way thing away from what they did, but I don't think there's anything about any individual one of those guys short of potentially mentor, short of maybe, what is it, Matzik, yeah. that that it can be repeated. Definitely not from Will Smith. Like, I, I, I'm not worried about so our starters. Guys, like, <sighs> I'm not worried about our starters. Yeah. And, well, I'm worried about the bullpen we can talk about this coming next, next year. The, 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 the rotation next year could be really nice. If, if Soroka's healthy... You're four guys deep that you really trust. Soroka, Freed, Anderson, and who's the fourth you squeeze in? What's, Morton. Yeah, what's Morton, Morton. doing? Is Morton uh, now? We, no, we signed him know. for 20, 20 million next year. Good, 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 good. They I, said, I, and it, they came out and said he'd be ready for spring training. Hey, man, I loved what I saw from Morton, man. I loved what I saw from Morton. In the game where he got hurt, Morton comes out with that shaky oh, start. Man. I don't care – you're you're in one of the biggest he's games of old. your life, and he and he's been there before. But but you're in one of the biggest games of your life. You're you're bound to have some nerves. 
But the ability to settle those nerves and go out there and pitch a game is something that, and I think that was a lesson the Braves learned because, like, we remember that game. I have this game that is just burned in my memory. I think we're playing the Dodgers. We sent Fulton Nevich out there. Fulton Nevich has got this notebook in his back pocket, and that man is having a full-on panic mm-hmm. attack. Like, he does not know what he's doing. He's terrified. He's, like, shaking, holding this book, checking it before every batter. And, like, he gets completely roasted. He gets completely he, destroyed. Yeah. Fulty needed to see a, a sports psychologist. Like, John Smoltz is a big advocate of that. And, like, because he's, he's a bit of a basket case. I think Dansby did that, too. There's, there's definitely guys that are head cases, and he was one. And a sports sports psychology is I think works wonders a lot of the time for a lot of these athletes. I think Dansby I mean, did that this Freed. season. Max Freed is on oh. the other end of the spectrum, right? Like he keeps his calm. Max Freed yeah, was, was a damn hero, a damn hero in this game. Yeah, what were you impre- your impressions? Okay, his ankle gets stepped on. I just assume it's broke because I was having flashbacks to the Charlie Morton incident. Absolutely. What what, what how what, how did y'all sprained. feel about that? Uh, so Freed it's man or strained. Freed had that wonderful quote before the game. He said, look, I'm I'm just going to go out there and leave it all on the field. And and, and from that moment, I had this feeling. I, I mean, I told my I, my dad and I were talking about it. I told my dad, Freed's going to do it, man. My dad's been my dad's just been on this train where he's complaining that pitchers don't go for like seven or eight innings anymore. And I'm like, Dad, he's going to he's gonna go as long as he can. Like as long as he's pitching good, they're keeping Freed out there because Snick wants to do that and just clear this one up. I mean – I think they should. What do they have so left they had to a lose? Plan all along. Uh, that, maybe so, but like so it's the it's game six of the World Series. They, he's not going to pitch in game seven, and then after that, the season's over. So like, we pushed free to the limits. I think, and 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 he pitched six innings. But he only pitched seventy four. But he seventy four pitches. Yeah, so because he, he was could a, have gone. He, he could have gone more. He was efficient, but he. Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking what contributed to maybe him not pitching the seventh is uh, that first inning, though, you know, you have a good point, 74 pitches. He was very economical after the first inning. I think the first inning might have taken some out of him. You, ha- you have to realize, like, the adrenaline that goes into mm-hmm. it, you know, it's a sticky situation. So I believe if he had a smooth first inning, um, he probably would have went seven, but I think that took a bit out of him. It probably did. And, the, and then we get hit. You, yeah. could see, you could see after that he was pitching angry, and, and it worked. There are not mad many max. guys that can do – yeah, there are not many things that people that can do, like get better when they're mad. But, I mean, he was pitching angry, and he was just – I mean, I told – like I was looking at the game. He's just painting the edges, man. He was painting the edges all night. And, I mean, it was a beautiful thing to watch. It was a beautiful thing to watch. He was not going to lose that game. Yeah, and he like – he, so he went strength for strength. Like he was throwing that inside fastball, and that's – that's literally what the Astros lived off all season is like destroying an inside fastball. He was so fearless, like, man. He was fearless. He was absolutely fearless. Mad Max you know, and, was fearless. And Free Money had made the comment during his game two start that he was pitching scared. And so I think we we literally saw the flip side of that game six. I almost texted the group just to say, is this going to be the game we remember as the Max Free game? And I think to a certain extent it is. I think so. I think so. He gets hit. He comes back. And, and and really he kept he kept the Astros at bay. Yes, we had the we had the run support. Yes, we had the run support. However, while Max Mad Max was on the mound, he wasn't going to let them come back. He wasn't going to let them get a hit. I mean, he was willing his way to this World Series win. And I I think this could be. There were some great parts in it, and and like we can't we can't downplay Solaire. We can't downplay. 
Dansby or Freddie or, or any of the other, or, or, or even Ozzie Albies, who, who actually like turned it around in this game. But Matt, Mad Max this kind of kept everything This could be the birth of like career, though. This could be his taking off point. We have him for the next it, It's a confidence thing, right? This is the beginning. Cadillac, yeah, I, you've got a good, great point. It's, it, it's almost like Kevin Herter for the Hawks. It's a confidence thing. If he could step into being the pitcher that we that I think a lot of people can see him as, mm-hmm. we, oh yeah, we've got an ace. You know, I I heard a uh, John Smoltz was on local sports radio here, and uh, he he mentioned as soon as he learns how to pitch both sides of the plate, in other words, like starts truly painting corners and figuring out how to work hitters, both inside and out. He said he'll be the left-handed Degrom. And that's coming from a Hall of Famer, you know, that analysis. That's awesome. Wouldn't that's it be exciting. amazing if if oh. Smoltz could mentor him? Kind of how Chipper Chipper's been working. I know he at, at some point in the off season or in spring training he was working with our hitters. Riley um, Riley, I think, attributes a lot of his success this year to Chipper. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Smoltz he can't though, man. Smoltz is a, a media guy now, so he's that's his lane. He's going to stay in. You can do whatever yeah, you want I to do. I think Chipper's technically like a, like a, analyst for the Braves or something like that, and he likes some sort of like, technically like on swing, staff maybe. Swing something. Let's see. Let's yeah. see what Chipper Jones' position. Yeah, Chipper Jones. Is. Chipper Jones date is married to a girl from that went to our high school. Scandalous. Oh yeah. She's she was well. a year older no, than me. No. She's and Chipper's how much older than you? Uh, significantly. <laughs> It's probably like twenty. Not not significantly. I was born. Or something. I was born in ninety, and he was born in seventy two. Oh, I mean, he's probably in his. Yeah, I was about to say he's in his forties. I reckon. He's forty nine, which is oh, essentially wow. in your fifties. Um. Yeah. So let's see what his position is with the Braves. I wanna. I wanna admit. I'm not happy to admit it, but it, I could help myself. When the Braves are leading, six to nothing, seven to nothing. I was just thinking of twenty eight to three. I was scared for a second, but then there was a sense of calm. Like this is different. This is a team that is prepared and collected, and they closed it out. But I was just yeah. nervous because I knew that that happens. That happens. Oh yeah, yeah. We statistically defy odds. I just think it's poetic justice that we we kind of exercised our demons in Houston because that's where the twenty eight to three debacle went down, and to win it all in Houston. Oh, oh wow! Great connection. Wow. We got to exercise like that, that demon. That. So the curse is the definitely 44. dead, right? The curse is lifted, and the Falcons will now will now shape up and go to the Super Bowl. Are they going to win the? Are they going to win this? Basically the curse is Sunday? lifted. It's, it, no, it's not neither here nor there. But y'all think the curse <laughs> is for good? Now? Can I can you I know, relax? No, I think you can. can no, absolutely not. I think you can. Absolutely not. Maybe, maybe well, we'll see. Break the criteria. I've thought about this. What if what if UGA wins? Wins the college football championship, and there's a good chance of Hawks that. make a great run. Is this the apocalypse? Like, like is is Atlanta winning the the sign of the apocalypse? Is this the end of the world? It feels like it does. Hey, at least we'll at least we'll go out happy. Like we'll go out yeah, seeing the things we feel. wanted to see all of our lives. Yeah. So Chipper is a coach, I think, with the Braves. But part of his deal is that he doesn't have to travel. Hmm. He just stays so there. Like the best job Birmingham, ever. you made a good point. Like <laughs> you just um, called me a city. Everything we've, everything we've uh, 
like put into the Braves, the money we've spent on the merchandise, the time that you've like you've said watching the team, we feel like the team owes us, and like it's hard to get to the, as far as they did, but they did it, and like it just feels so good. It's a relief. Like there's teams that want this so bad, like the Orioles, those poor guys. They just they're struggling year after year, but to get it done, and to hear the guys in the interview, they sounded so good. Freddie, I mean, an immaculate professional. Hope he gets paid, and he certainly will. A life, a lifetime brave, right? It's got to be. Yeah, I he, would hope he expressed so. interest in that. What is, so? What do you think his contract's going to oh, look man. like? What is he thirty? Is he thirty one, thirty two? Yeah, so, I say check that Birmingham. And he, Birmingham. he's thirty two. So what? As of September, so he's just five after or six years. I will say that he is relative, relatively healthy, right? He's he, really had the only injuries he's had is uh, being. Physically getting hit by a pitch on the hand. Yeah. Threw a curveball, and then his, what, two two or three years ago he broke his hand. But besides that, he's been healthy. And he that. he's a player that really doesn't, like, I mean, he'll stretch out for a play, but he's not putting his he's not putting his body in as much danger as, like, Dansby or, or, or uh, Ozzy. Um, so, I mean, there's no reason to think, what, 30, Five or six years. 36, 37, <laughs> you know? Like averaging – yeah, oh, you know, I'm talking about until that age, still 36, 37, so. It's at least five years. Five, five years six year deal. Year? Let's go ahead. And, I'd say if they're going to do it. I think he's going to get, like, uh, let's see. I'm pretty sure his last contract was eight years for like 135 or something. So he was averaging 20. And, and since then, he's won an MVP and I think a couple silver sluggers. So. What you want to make this one is so that uh, this oh, needs to man. be the contract where Freddie can retire. This needs to be the retirement contract, the last contract. That's true. We don't have to do this well, again. Well, that's like 10 years. My, you know, I, I want to say 10 years. Well, I'd say like I think free money said six for $200 million. I like that. I like that. Wow. Wow. What is that's, that like? Hey, man, he's worth it. So like can that. they bring back? That's just a little Rosario over $30 million a year. You know, that's the thing is, is like out, a crowded outfield. Well, so I mean, who we brought? I'd, it's it'd be hard for them to justify not bringing back Duvall. He literally led the league in home runs and RBIs. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Solaire improved when he got to us. He wasn't doing very well beforehand, and then I don't think we keep Jock. I mean, we're probably looking at maybe two of the four because obviously Acuna is coming back. I just I don't know. And what is this? What are the chances that Peterson, wherever he goes, that team goes to the World Series? <laughs> a three three years in a row? A three P. As long as he doesn't go back to Two the Dodgers. seems unlikely. So. Man. So he's the magic. He was the magic, dude. Here's the thing. He, I mean, he was almost, but he, what he knew, last night it was said he, he was going one for 12. Oh, it looks like Southside's joined us, everybody. We've got Southside, Southside Joe, the family man coming on. We're. We're just now south side. Welcome. I don't know if you can hear us. Welcome, welcome. We're just we'll do it live. There he hey is. Guys, we'll do it live. We got a caller. We got a caller on the line. I'm going to put him through. One sec. Okay. Who's the caller? Who's the caller? <laughs> All right. Hey, this is Rocky from Griffin, Georgia, <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here. Man, I love the Braves. I've been listening to you all six of your episodes. So excited to be the first caller on the station. Wow. I just want to say I'm very happy to be a Braves fan, and y'all keep doing good work. You're doing the Lord's work, you know what I mean? Well, Rocky, it's a pleasure to have you, and, and thank you for calling, and thank you for your viewership. How long have you been a fan? Oh, 
about 55 years in Spalding County. We ain't got much, but it's wow. good family, good folk down here. <laughs> well, Rocky, wow. are you happy to see the Braves? Valley, Georgia? Are you happy to see the Braves win the World Series? What yes. does it mean to you? It's finally something to rest your hat on at nighttime. I mean, it's been tough. Y'all know better than anyone. It's just, I was on cloud nine today. That's what I can tell you. And when the Falcons lost the Super Bowl, that was about the polar opposite. That was the yang to my yin of this experience. You know what I mean? So, just a powerful experience. I love all those guys. Might go to the parade. I'm just happy to be a Braves fan. And I'm so glad y'all are on the air talking about this. Well, thank you, Rocky. We're glad you're listening. I hope you have a good night. Good, thank you, thank you, y'all too, fellas. Go Griffin High Bears. Good night. All right, Southside, Southside, oh, you back dude. with us? Hey guys, yeah. Thanks for taking that <laughs> caller. How are y'all doing tonight? What's up? I like that. All right, we're just talking about Southside. We're talking about the hey, four. We we were we, we were just talking about uh, Freddie Freeman's. The future, right? We were talking about the future. Freddie Freeman's contract. Uh, we're we're we like the idea of six years, two hundred millions, two hundred million or so, but then we look towards Solaire, we look towards Peterson, we look towards Duvall, we look toward Rosario. Is there mm-hmm. room for everybody? Is the is the who do we whose keep? Price tag? Do you think increased the most during the playoffs? Solaire, Solaire? probably he probably I, either Solaire or Rosario because yeah because I mean like if Solaire hadn't performed the way he did I mean Rosario Rosario was having one of the best postseasons of in all history. So is there an area we need to improve? Where do we need more depth? Mm. I kind of want Rosario because then you have a left-handed bat which if you keep just Soler and Duval and then you get Acuña, you want a lefty among that three, I think. So. Out of the out of the four you choose two. So you choose you choose Rosario and who? I'm a sucker. I'm gonna say Duval. I know he's the least flashy option, but he only cost you seven million dollars. I just don't know. Didn't he lead the National League in RBIs as well? That's and home runs, important. I believe. Yeah, that's smart. So what is your? That means your outfield then looks like Duval, Acuna, and Either and Rosario Soler or Rosario and Left. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sold on Soler. I mean, short of like, if you look at his career numbers, it's like. I don't know if he hit more than 15 home runs in a season, and then that one season he hit like 48, and then he immediately dropped down. And he has subpar defense. I don't like. I like him. Obviously, he's the MVP. We love his contribution, but futuristically, like I don't, I don't know if he's the one. Could it have been, could it have just been a guy that got hot at the right time? Well, know? now if we went to a DH, then sure, but. Oh yeah, yeah. He's kind of like Justin Upton or BJ Upton when they were hot. You know, when he gets on those good power streaks, but he does. Yeah, he's out a ton. he's like he's like Ozuna, but like minus like fifty points off the bat average. Yeah. What a year, man! Speaking of Ozuna, I mean, think what about I'm where we were at the is, beginning. Oh man! Think about where we, we have were no at the room beginning to develop more guys. Like all these years, we've been developing guys, but this is our group. Like, there's no room for anybody. Assuming we bring back most of these guys, yeah, like keep, we're done developing, aren't we? A quick question: Do they keep four or five Cache? outfielders? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. It's like if you're starting outfielders, or say Acuna, Duvall, and Rosario, you keep Pache on the bench as your fourth outfielder. Typically, Could any of those four, guys right? play infield. If we had five, no, I don't think so. What None do you? Who do you yeah, but who do you? But here's the thing: with your infield, 
We're not. We're, yeah, we're, we're set. We're set. We have one of the. Now, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not on the fifth infielder. Not on your fifth. I was about to say. Oh, yeah. That's the, when you say an area of improvement. I'd love to see a better bench utility player. C- Camargo didn't get any clutch hits during any playoff series, did he? I don't think so. Like, he no. didn't do anything. So that uh, he's back. He's the bench. Adrianza had the big double that led to the Rosario three-run shot. Yeah. But that's about it from him. That was you like know, he, he only hit off the infield. Yeah. I think statistically he's like the best pinch hitter this season, but I think he's a free agent, so I don't even know if we're going to retain him. Mm-hmm. And the energy Jock brought, like that was integral to, to our success. Like even though he cooled off in the World Series. He definitely gave the secrets. He gave, he gave it the secret to beat the Dodgers, I feel like. Well, he single-handedly oh, beat the Brewers. That's probably right. Yeah. He knew all their secrets. He he, yeah. he definitely gave us the he gave us well here's the thing here's how this is I in my opinion what was difference between this season and, and and the other seasons before we didn't have those moments a we had moments where Austin Riley was there Austin Riley wasn't ready to be there right and, and that goes with all our Braves but we had moments that the entire fate of the season fell upon Freddie's shoulders fell upon uh, Acuna's shoulders Acuna being a little young as well. And there was nowhere else to – and Dansby would, would contribute as he's figuring out who he is, right? But there was no one to – there was no one to to do the heavy lifting when the heavy lifting needed to fall on someone else. But this year, Jock, then 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 Rosario, then Solaire, and, and that, that heavy lifting, and Riley when needed, and Dansby, and then Freddie, and together – they could get it done. They they didn't just fall flat like we have done in the past. You know, all it really takes is that one hit. I mean, last night we saw it with Ozzy Albie's. Ozzy had been cold in the World Series. I don't I don't remember what his batting average was, but it was low. And and he gets that two hundred. Yeah, he gets that little dinker. They they just left the they just left it a little high, and and he gets that little dinker between between first and second, and and just rolls out, and, and you could tell like. It just it brought him back to life, which was good to see. Oh yeah, that was huge because that that three run shot came with two outs, I believe. It was I think Ozzy led off with that hit, and then the next two batters, maybe a couple flyouts, and then Rosario with a super super professional at bat to draw the walk, and then of course you have Solaire sending it into orbit. Mm-hmm. What what should we keep? Uh, speaking what, of what you, are you guys, go ahead. What did y'all say about forty four? Sorry, about forty four runs. Forty four <laughs> runs. Oh yeah, forty four runs. In the Don't do the math too closely on that. Just accept it and run with it, Jack. All right. <laughs> Don't actually add it up. Right. Oh, huh. Just get the general like <laughs> spirit of that point. All right. So, all right. so forty four runs being the link to Hank Aaron, making the connection that old old Hank Aaron from heaven. Gave us the gave us the what we needed to win the World awesome. Series. Um, I'm over here looking at free agents coming up. There is a guy that was once on the Braves that is a free agent. Uh, looks like they have him listed as a third baseman. Any guess who that is? He's been on our team within the past uh, within the past, I guess, four seasons. You know, Josh Donaldson. Is he a free agent? Is that who it is? No, no, no. I don't. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. This is this would this he would be more of a utility player. Player. They have him listed as a third baseman, but I would say he's more of a utility Uh, player. Is it Charlie? It is Charlie. 
It is Charlie. We could bring old Charlie Culberson back. All the Braves need is depth. Clutch Charlie. As long as Darno is still behind the plate, we are set. We just need to re-sign some guys and add but, a little bit of depth. But and, is Darno oh, the man. best catcher we could have? I think, I, you know, it could just be a recency bias. You give him a, a full, healthy season. The man can destroy a fastball. I think, you know, what we essentially saw was him coming back up to speed, but he was literally thrown right into the playoffs. So if he was a little underwhelming in the playoffs, I, I think it's just because he missed so much of the season with that broke finger or whatever it was. So I've been thinking about catchers, and they're interesting because I was reading an article that said in baseball, pitcher and catcher are the only positions that are proactive. Like they get to make decisions and strategy, and then everyone else in the defense has to react. And even though Darno does not have a great arm for throwing out stolen bases, he did a really good job calling games. I mean, he, he knows how to get a lot of hitters out. And the pitchers did an awesome job too, but I guess just he's a really good pitch caller, and I think that that's very valuable. That's why Yadier Molina has been great. He's a good caller as well. Also, he's a guy that can calm your pitcher down, right? And, and yeah. having, that, having that setting force is something the Braves have lacked mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the yes. past. And he comes up with some clutch home runs fairly frequently. I mean, no one really went cold the entire series. Everyone contributed somewhat, and while, him probably the least. And while to your point, while throwing someone out at second is sexy, it's not integral. Like, it, it, it is not integral. It is not a, a, a very important, like, I mean, it's important, but it's not series-changing. Like, we, it didn't affect us here. Yeah, and, like, really good pitching makes that null and void anyways. Like, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It'll just be a minor nuisance, but it doesn't determine if you're going to win or lose the game. And a few of the throws Ozzie could have had, maybe out of the three, Ozzie missed one of them that should have been a good tag. Our infield only had really one bad game in the whole series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it was tight defense. It was that game, was that game five where, yeah. where, where Dansby had like two or three errors and that just bad wasn't. Yeah. But man, last night, and it, oh my God. The plays they were making, just say, um, it was amazing. The way that Snicker, Snicker's been in the Braves organization 45 years, and he's just like worked his way up. He paid his dues, and gosh, he finally got rewarded. It all paid off, but he just he's contrib- given his whole career to the Braves, and um, I hope they honor him for a long time, give him what he deserves. Like I, we, I'd love to have this guy for a long time. Do you think... Do you think we'll ever see another story like that where it's one guy in the same organization for that long and then you see what I'm saying? I don't think we'll ever see that again. What do, what do y'all yeah. think? Yeah. People are loyal. The loyalty that is rare these days. No, but, but younger generations of workers don't stay at jobs near as long. So maybe another, true, not too true. many. He may be one of the one of the last ones. Is he a boomer? That's pretty amazing. Is he a he boomer? He is. Yep, he's a boomer. We have some big free agents this season, y'all. Big free agents. I love Snicker. I love Snicker. I'm also awful, also happy. Uh, Ron Washington got a World Series after after years and years, almost yeah. fifty years, being we a part a really of the MLB. Good coaching staff, he was on like, the Rangers. Yes. I'm hoping they don't get. I'm hoping they don't get vultured. That that would hurt us. That would hurt us. But the good thing we have going for us, and, and the good thing for us, like we are a likable team. People enjoy being a part of our clubhouse, from what I gather. People respect us around the league for that, and and, and that seems to be up and down the organization, whereas the Trastros are kind of the opposite. 
Jordan, I believe that as a Braves fan, you know, from the Atlanta area. But I feel like in the national eyes, we're like a rung below Cubs, Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers. You know, we're not on the same. Even though maybe our history is as rich and we have a great history of players, we're just not the same. But I think around the the league – Echelon. I think around the league, people do – People do enjoy us. People do. People like Freddie. Freddie's a very, very likable uh, face of a franchise, and he's always. You, you'll see him joking with with almost every runner on base. The the the, the angriest Freddie has ever been That's is true. is that All Star game where they had him mic'd up and he was kind of calling out. I think who was pitching to him? It was uh, the Astros. Yeah, no, it wasn't Scherzer. It was a uh, God. What's the guy? He's he Justin dates Verlander. Yeah, it's Verlander. Okay. What did he say? Verlander. Yeah. He kind of calls out Verlander for tipping pitches or, or like sealing signs. He was, was he being I, serious or kidding? I think he was being he was kidding, but also I think there was there was a little seriousness in his joking. He what did he call him out for? He said he said uh, he said, "Oh yeah, did you guys see that?" He was kind of just making a joke with the announcers, like, "Can you tell me what the pitch is?" Oh, that's what he said. Can you tell me what the pitch is, guys? <laughs> he kind of made a joke that was kind of real, and that was right before they got caught. <laughs> Oh yeah, players knew long I think before. After Trevor. the Hawks yeah. playoff yeah. run, yeah. What hurts my feelings after about the, Hawks the, the Astros was that Brian McCann was on that team, and I've always liked Brian McCann. Yeah, so kind of soured my opinion of him a little bit. Yeah, poor Brian McCann. Ooh. Yeah, that breaks your heart that he would be involved with something like that. So does yeah. that mean if Dansby went to the Astros, that, would like, Dansby Swanson do the same thing? Maybe so. I don't know. Uh, see, Dansby will be guys that probably like. The guys that were against it, but like, they, well, yeah, what it, they one do? of the pl- pitchers ratted them out. Ryan, yeah, was, there was a whistleblower. Yeah, that's all the right. reason it got public. Essentially, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, where are we going next, folks? Where are we going next? What have we already talked about? Upward and onward. Uh, we've talked about our reaction. We're very happy. We've talked about the future. Um, I don't know how. Like, what? I feel kind of strange. I thought the Hawks would win a championship. Before the Braves, so after yeah, and you the were wrong. Made, and you were wrong. <laughs> Absolutely, I know, man. The Hawks look so good, but the in Braves the NBA, it's way tougher to um to reach that level. I feel like the NBA is much more exclusive with its champions, right? Like, isn't it oh, yeah. I don't know, maybe so. I, I do feel say there's 14 yeah. different teams has won one in this in this century. I think in the I, last 21 years, I do. I do feel like I do feel like though Whoa. baseball like. The pressure in the World Series is, I mean, we are in an absolute, like, black hole of a pressure cooker where, like, there is no air. Every every movement is such a big deal. Every second. I, I mean, I was I was on edge the whole time. Like, it, it finally felt good in that last game for us to be able to relax, but, like, I was still really uptight throughout the whole thing. Joe Buck makes that tension even more so. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Well, I thought Buck was okay overall. Let's cut Buck some sl- some slack. Oh, it was better than the Dodger series for sure. It's definitely better. A Rod, you all sad the the Falcons lost to the Panthers. Nah, no, it's all good. It's, it's expected. All, I was hoping they would keep the winning streak going. It's expected. You know I mean? It's expected. Oh, well, they just got manhandled on rebuild. the line. They're they're in a they're in a rebuild. They're they're doing they're something. They're rebuild. I'm okay saying I just, that. I want to I want to point out that the. The Panthers, that was their like sixth 
try at an offensive line this season in like eight games or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And, and they, they and they like man yeah, and they manhandled us. And then mm. yeah, it was that was that's tough to watch. Well, let's but. talk about Grady Jarrett. He's an amazing athlete, but he has Whoa, had whoa, like whoa, squad whoa. Get your yet. trash Falcons out of this Braves conversation. This <laughs> is about the We him, just I don't care what you do. We just won the World Series do not taint this episode yeah. with talk of the dirty <laughs> right. birds. Okay, you're right. You're all right. Of, I mean, Jay all, Hill. All Jay of the Nick, all Jay of the Thickless Cage. All of the Thickless Cage. But this is about Jay <laughs> Hill. The name of the podcast is Twenty Eight to Three. It's about the Falcons. Like it's all connected, man. Well, the name see? the name of the like, podcast mm. the name of the podcast now is is. Braves in Game Six, or October. Jo- October. These are excellent yeah. names. We're changing the name so we don't Southside. get sued by that German before podcast. Before you were here, <laughs> Southside. Yeah. Before you were here, we we're just talking yeah. about the curse. Dude, if you, maybe you don't believe in curses, you can call it something else. Mm-hmm. But the twenty-eight to three cloud. Are are we good now? Because Atlanta won a championship. Do you think? Well, if so, like why? Like what was the sacrifice that Atlanta made to break the curse? Like why now is it broken? Just coincidence. I mean, the Cubs had one for a long time too. Well, here's so. what it is. Mm-hmm. They they closed the deal. The city of Atlanta sport uh, Atlanta sports team closed the deal before we weren't able to do that. Maybe it has they something to do with the pearls. It. Maybe the pearls belong to some like elderly woman that Jock knew, <laughs> and like she died, and like she was the holder of the curse, and like he knew if she wore he wore the pearl he wore the pearls, then like he would get through and they would win and they would break the curse. So the 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 like the the mantra or the uh, the what is it called the uh, the the premonition or the future like it, it it's you must wear the pearls. And win the game. No, I just think the Braves <laughs> found like the perfect nutrition and like hydration. Like no one pulled any hammies running. We stayed, well, we didn't really stay healthy with Charlie Morton. That was a freak accident. But like, I don't know. It's amazing. Everything came together. Y'all. I trust the Braves so much more than the. Falcons. How are y'all? How are y'all you know freaking know? out when uh when uh Max Freed got stepped on, when old when old Brantley stepped on Max Freed. How did y'all feel? Yeah, it looked like Stomach it was strained. Or strained. <laughs> yeah. He's tough. He, he wasn't looking when the, with the toss. <laughs> we're not going to lose two starters. Yo, play with me for, se- for a second. All right. We're so closing Jock this thing out soon. wearing a necklace. All right. All right. Uh, Jock started wearing a necklace, and that was just a weird thing, but it worked, and it brought magic. What if, like, Rick Kranitz had started wearing something? Like, what's another instance where a, a coach, like, starts wearing something, and it, like, jazzes the team up? See what I'm saying? Like a turtleneck or something? Like, like a Hawaiian leg? Like a... <laughs> yeah, a red, yeah. A red lobster, the, a red lobster the, bib. The series, the series major league with, Char- <laughs> with Charlie Sheen, where he's like that crazy pitcher for Cleveland for the Mohawk uh, major yeah, league. Yeah. In that, there's like a really good outfielder, like a first baseman, and he has like this voodoo idol in his locker that like he has rituals with, and because it, he does that, he gets like great power for home runs. So baseballs <laughs> like that, man. There's no telling what they had. Like it could have been dirty socks That's or. True. Old blue underwear. Yeah. All right, boys. Excellent job tonight. I I say let's finish this up. Um, uh, do you think we'll get back? Do you think we'll get back here? What do we need to do to get back? How can we? How can I chase this high? I say they probably win the East again. But what do you think? You think we can get back in it though? Um. 
I'd like to believe so. Why not? Back to back, repeating winning is very tough. But is there uh, any way Acuna hurts us? We did it without him. Good question. Is there any way Acuna hurts us? Yeah, we did it without him, but we we kind of caught lightning in a puddle. You know, with four outfielders all like mashing at the same time. I, I just don't think you could bet on that. Where I'd rather have the forty forty guy that Acuna is. There are circumstances where, like, a really good superstar, when they leave, the team actually gets better. Like, remember when Odell Beckham went out, the Browns actually started playing better last year. But, like, with baseball, each individual at-bat is, like, your own event. You're not dependent. So, unless he went super cold and, like, couldn't hit anymore or run because of his leg, surely he'd make us even stronger. I'm just worrying, like, who are our threats? And, obviously, it's going to be the Dodgers again. Is Max Scherzer's arm going to be even worse next year because he's a year older? Or he's a free agent back, like Justin Verlander did when Verlander he had a great career resurgence that because the Dodgers are still going to be the biggest threat. Yeah, a lot of right free now. agents on uh, that yeah. started pitchers: Max Scherzer, Kevin Gossman, Carlos Rendon, Clayton Kershaw, Trevor Bauer, Robbie Ray, Zach Greinke, Marcus Stroman. Big, big, big free agents uh, coming up next season. I don't think we get any of those. <laughs> I do not. I think I think we settle with the pitching we have is, okay. is the best we can hope for. It's going to be, be good young pitching. That's what you Morton, Freed, Soroka, Anderson, and maybe uh, Inoa maybe is your fifth starter. Maybe That's so. Really not a bad, I mean, because there's a probably a month of the season where he was our best starter, like say May, before he punched the wall. Good decision, bud. Young kids making dumb decisions. All right. Mm-hmm. On this note, since Southside, since you were late to the party, I want you to close this out. I want you to give some message directly to the Braves, to Freddie Freeman, to Ozzy Albies, to Acuna, to to Dansby, to, to, to everybody, to Snicker. Give a message to him. It's on All you. Right. You're on the spot. 2021 Braves, this is a love letter to you. I'm almost 32 years old. I don't remember the 95 championship, and I've had a lot of painful seasons where we got close, but we couldn't close it out. You were some special men. I appreciate the hard work you gave. You caused a lot of tears, a lot of joy. A lot of people with a Terrapin buzz cheering on the Braves. It was a damn good time. Thank you so much, and let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing it. All right, world champions. Good night. Jocktober is over, but thanks for listening. And remember to keep hope, even when it hurts. But it doesn't hurt tonight. It doesn't hurt tomorrow. It doesn't hurt for the next year until baseball starts again. And with a three, two, one, wonderful Wonderful podcast. podcast. All right, guys, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at 283ATL1 and email us at any moment, any time of the day, any time of the night, any questions, any sound bites to 283ATL at gmail.com. That's 283ATL at gmail.com. The Pearls. I'm exhausted. Convert all the oxygen to CO2. You know what I mean? It's rough.